Blog Talk Radio. If you have any questions, comments, if you just want to listen to the show, feel free to call me at 516-453-9118. That's 516-453-9118. Or you can listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash reconnect my heart. Or you can go to our chat room, which is available right about now. In fact, uh, make sure it's plugged in. Put on there. Hello. Okay, yeah. All right, it's working out. 
Also, for those who want to see the video version of Reconnect My Heart, you can go to www.reconnectmyheartpodcast.com. That's reconnectmyheartpodcast.com. For those who may be on social media, you can go on my Facebook or YouTube channel, Brother Predator, to spell out brother, spelled out all the way, B-R-O-T-H-E-R, Brother Predator. Here's a Paul, R-A, here's a Tom, E-R. I hope you all had a great day for those who are in the Texas area. Um, I don't know if you all got the memo or been watching on Facebook, but it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we were wearing shorts and uh, short sleeve shirts and all that stuff for Christmas. And then, what, six or seven days later, we are here with our mink coat, and uh, I just look at it as uh, God has a sense of humor. <laughs> so I thank God for another opportunity for us to be here. Uh, first and foremost, I want to do tell everyone, Happy New Year. I want to make sure that I acknowledge everyone and say Happy New Year. This is 2022. And um, I want to let y'all know, um, unfortunately, I didn't making it into the show last week. Um, I wanted to spend some uh, extra time with my son, so I really thank God for that. I really, really, really enjoyed myself. I want to send a shout-out to him. Um, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to kind of combine what I was going to speak about last week into this week. Uh, actually, last week, I was going to um, share with you all some things, because if you look at it, last week was the last week of the new year. And unfortunately, many times, many people, they have a hard time in um, making a transition. Sometimes change is difficult to make. Sometimes change can be very, very scary. Um, unfortunately, many of us, we don't come to the realization that at some point of our life, there will be change. And even if you look in it, Excuse me, if you look in the mirror, that's a clear indicator to you that we all will be changing some way, somehow, if we continue to live. You know, uh, one thing I heard a person say, if you're afraid to go old, if you're afraid to grow old, if you're afraid to get old, then that means you're going to die young. Uh, If you don't want to get old, that means you're going to die young. And so we don't want to die young. We want to continue to uh, get older, get seasoned. And what we have to do is be prepared for the change. And regardless of what it is, you know, even in our adult years, especially like myself, I have a son. Well, eventually my son will no longer be dependent upon me but become independent. So there is going to be a change. There may be some who may be watching right now. They may have uh given birth or raised children and now they have the empty net syndrome. They no longer have their children at, at home. Right now, hey, you can be by yourself or you can have yourself and your spouse. So your raising or the rearing of rearing of the children, hey, you did your part. So a matter of fact, if you look at it, keep on living. Remember, um I just say it like this because um, 
it was very familiar to me. I remember me seeing my first gray hair. Well, y'all may not see it on my head, but um, I remember I used to only get gray hair when I was stressed. And so the funny thing was I never had it on my head, on my face. I had it in my nose. <laughs> and so I would just fuck it. <laughs> and then eventually as life went on, as I got older, the gray hair started showing up more on my nose, and then I would still pluck it. And then eventually it showed up on my face. Man. So, of course, at my job, we shaved. And a couple of couple of weeks ago, I was shaving. I do my own hair. I was shaved. Assume I was cutting my hair, and I looked, and I saw a gray hair right there on the side of my face. I was like, wow. But it just goes to show you. There's a time that we're all going to experience change. And so with that being said, you know, when we look at it now, this being 2022, so many people, they, they may become concerned, they may have anxiety, they may have stress or pressure when it comes down to the beginning of the new year. And so what happened a lot of times, People look at, man, they didn't accomplish what they desired to accomplish the year before. You know, uh, and this is even if you look at, um, let's just say that this is December the 31st, or let's just say December the 30th. There are so many people, there are so much in looking forward to the beginning of the new year, did they forget about the reality of right now? Something that um, we have to really be careful about, especially as believers. You know, matter of fact, people were already making their New Year's resolution and their new decrees that they're going to do for the beginning of the year, and the old year had not even left out yet. So with that being said, this is leading me to today's topic. Today's topic is entitled New Year Revelation. New Year's Revelation. Now, notice we would normally hear the term New Year's Resolution, but what happened a lot of times, resolution that we we give during the beginning of the year often is broken. And also, New Year's Resolution, who are you making that resolution to? Sometimes we make it to other folks. Sometimes we don't even, sometimes we may even make it to ourselves, but sometimes we don't give ourselves grace or put in place realistic goals, and we have a pretty start, but we have a terrible finish. What do we do a lot of times? We quit. We give up. And so what we have to do, we have to no longer look at, quote, unquote, resolution or because of the new year, what we need to do is look at what God wants us to do. Look at it day by day. In the Bible, it tells us, give us this day our daily bread. And our daily bread that we're we're, uh, requiring or looking looking for God to help us with will give us the strength to be able to trust. But what happens a lot of times, if we ask God to give us the particular bread that is needed for today, it helps us to be able to understand that we should not trust our own ability for tomorrow. 
we need to be able to trust and put our faith and trust in God. So with the revelation, revelation being different than resolution, or what we have to do is look at what are we going to do from this point on to make and create change. So that way we don't have to, we don't have to try to have some type of unrealistic goal and then get ourselves frustrated when we won't accomplish what we need to do. Before we think ahead, let's look at the past. One of the things we have to do is forgive ourselves of past debt. Forgive ourselves and remove the debt of the past. Now, don't get me wrong. We, we need to make sure if we have wronged someone, ask them to forgive us. This is regardless if they receive it or not, but for us to be able to do our part in admitting our faults, admitting our wrongdoing, admitting our quote-unquote mess up, we have to be able to do that. Now, being able to forgive ourselves, and that's asking people to forgive us if we've wronged, and now doing something that we oftentimes don't do. We go to the mirror and forgive that person that's in our mirror. We have to be able to forgive that person that's in our mirror. Oftentimes, it is easy for us to forgive other people, but we don't give that same grace that we give people. We don't give that to ourselves. So that's something we really have to do, asking us to help us to be able to forgive us for any past debt that we owe to ourselves. See, if so many people, they beat themselves up, they did in the past on things that they didn't do. They, they beat themselves up, but then all of a sudden, when they beat themselves up, they don't allow themselves to be able to look in the mirror and say, you know what, I messed up, or you know what, I didn't do this. So what we're going to do, we're going to learn our mistakes or learn from our um, our ability to not start or even complete a task that God has put before us. So that's something that we really have to work on, asking God to help us to forgive that person that's in our mirror. We have to be able to not only forgive ourselves, but like I said, give ourselves that grace and also give ourselves the opportunity to make up for lost cause. Like I said, this is not just for the other people, but this is for ourselves. We have to make sure to ask God to help us to be able to go on and be able to counsel the debt, be able to move on from past mistakes, from past failures, or even at the time that we did not do what we're supposed to do. There are so many people they always say, and, and this is not making fun of anyone, but this is just acknowledging what people say, especially in the beginning of the year. Oh, this is my year. Oh, you know, uh, uh, 2022, matter of fact, everything that they're saying now, they said years ago. Oh, you know, this is God's favorite number. Uh, this number means this, and this number means that. That's fine and dandy, but the way I see it, and biblically, God made every day, and he said it was all good. So what we need to do, instead of looking at what the, quote, unquote, 
day or number means or what we try to make it to mean pertaining to where we at right now, we need to look at God, what is the assignment you want me to do right now? What is the assignment you want me to do for today? <clears throat> Whatever we need to do, it should not be, quote, unquote, based upon it being a new year. Oh, my blessing going to be in 2022. Well, guess what? What if, if you're saying that your blessing going to be in 2022 and you and you look at hadn't even came out yet, and this is, like I said, this was, we only, what, two days into 2022. And there's so many people that were in 2021 saying, my blessing going to be next year. But what if, if you're saying that your blessing going to be in 2022, what if God waits to give you your blessing December the 30th of 2022? That means that you're going to be living from January the 1st all up to January of uh, December the 29th without the blessing that you're asking God for. Like I said, we need to look at it every day as a blessing from God. <clears throat> One of the things I'm looking at, matter of fact, people making sure, people making sure that December the 30th, excuse me, December, January the 1st, you know what the hottest commodity was pertaining to food? Black IPs. They want to make sure that they start the year with black IPs because it's supposed to mean prosperity. But what if those people who are looking for prosperity don't have any black IPs? Does that mean that God's not going to bless them? No. That's superstition. I brought that out because what happens? If, matter of fact, I was cutting my hair up yesterday, and I almost dropped the mirror. Now, what happened if I had to drop that mirror? They said, superstition says, oh, you're going to have seven years of bad luck. Well, I'm going to say it like this. Every time you wake up, it ain't bad luck. And matter of fact, even if God called me home right now, it still ain't bad luck. You know what? I'll be with the Father. So either way, I'm in a win-win situation. But what we have to do is realize when it comes down to us being able to look at every day is a, is a blessing and an assignment that God has for us. So you don't have to wait. And like I said, even though we in now we in 2022, you don't have to wait for you to be able to, uh, well, I got to do it. I got I to do it before these years out. No, listen, consult God and ask him the assignment that you have for that day. See, we have a responsibility. We all have a responsibility, and that responsibility is for us to be able to obey God and seek him for the purpose and plan that he has for us. You know, the Bible tells us the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Also, it tells us if you acknowledge him in all your ways, he shall direct our path. Or uh, another translation says, make our pathway straight. Make our pathway plural. Make our pathways straight. So in other words, if you're obedient to God, he will navigate you, plan to the places that he has you to be in, and give you the strength and the ability to execute what he wants you to execute, what he wants you to do. So. We have to be able, like I said, to forgive ourselves, release 
whatever you didn't do last year, look here. If you're able to do it this year, then do it. But if you if you are not, matter of fact, um, I had a coupon, and I didn't get a chance to use it. And I found it. It expired December 31st of 2021. Well, what am I going to do about it? Can I take that coupon to the store and tell them I want to, I want to redeem it? The answer is no, I can't. So what do I do? I go ahead and either pay full price or wait for another coupon to come. But as far as the old coupon, what do I need to do? I need to throw it in the trash. Why? It's useful. It has no good. But what that should do is help me to be help me to be reminded of being more responsible as far as as far as looking at the coupon, looking at the dates of the coupon. Also, maybe even put it in place where I can be able to see it. Also, I can even put it in my phone because everybody now, everybody's phone, just about everybody's phone, when we say we got these smartphones where it can, we can put these notifications to remind us of certain things, well, let's just say if uh, you have a coupon that you know that's going to expire or you have a bill that needs to be paid. Well, what we need to do is put in the notifications in our phone to remind us. So that's what we have to do. So, like I said, being able to forgive ourselves of past debt. Also, another thing we need to do is start anew. Start fresh. Look at this as an opportunity. Look at this as an opportunity. What you didn't do in the past, hey, look, don't beat yourself up. You can't beat yourself up. Crawl the field milk. You know, uh, there's an old saying that says you can't unring a bell. So what you do, you forgive yourself of the past debt, and you go on. Learn to be able to detach yourself from your failures and look at it as a lesson well learned. What you made, the mistakes that you made in your past, hey, you wrote them down, you observe where you made a mistake at, and then you correct it. Make sure you don't make that same mistake again. Matter of fact, whenever a football team or even uh, sports, whenever a sports team plays, the next day they oftentimes will watch that game that they played the day before. They analyze. Look, they analyze key plays that were made to help them to either gain a point or stop the defense, or where they messed up at. They analyze, they strategize, they learn by what? By observing the whole game. And sometimes that's what we have to do. Sometimes we have to even face the music of our mistakes, of our past, so that way we can learn from it. That was the key thing as believers. Believers never lose, we learn. Look at every opportunity as a learning experience. That could be pertaining to business. That could be pertaining to relationships. Look at it as a lesson well learned. Forgive yourself in asking God to forgive you, asking others if you are wrong to forgive you, and give yourself grace for you to be able to have another chance at it. There are many people that have not had the opportunity to move forward because they have not forgiven themselves or given themselves the grace. That grace that you give yourself will create 
another platform for you to do it again. But this time, you know better. There's an old thing my father would say, uh, when you know better, do better. So when you're going to do better, when you accept the responsibilities that you need to do better, so what you have to do is face yourself. See, when a, as long as you're in denial, you're going, to create, you're going to continue to create the same mistake over and over and over again. It may not look like the same thing, but eventually, because when you're in denial, you don't hold yourself accountable or responsible. You hold other people, and that handicaps you from the responsibility of doing your job. We have to stop looking at other people and start looking at ourselves. That's the responsible, mature person. So if we can start doing that, then we can start seeing God bless us, but God not going to bless us if we are blaming other people for our mistakes. Well, I'm 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 gonna have to remember that because you know when when I speak to y'all, I speak to myself too. So look here, each chance I do get a chance to talk to a person, if I minister to someone, I'm ministering to myself too. So whatever I'm sharing with y'all, this is a learning experience for me too. Because hey, look here, y'all may not do anything with it, but I'm gonna do something with it. So with that being said, being able to start fresh, God has God has looked. God has allowed us with a clean slate. I'm going to say it like this. There are some of us have a clean slate because now we're in the new year. But then there are other people that are still paying the debt. Now, they've forgiven themselves of the debt, but sometimes the consequences of our mistakes will carry over until we pay it. I'll say it like this. There was a point that I used to owe, um, I used to owe the IRS. And so what happened, at one point, I was on IRS in two different years. I was paying for one year, and then the new year came, and then I had to pay for that year. And so what happened, as I was paying, what I found out, I had to specify what year I was paying on. I just couldn't assume, well, you know, they see I'm finished paying on this year, so whatever I send they should automatically know it's going to that new year or it's going to that other year that I'm still paying on. No, 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 no. You know what's going to happen? You know what they'll do? They'll send the money back while where I owe it is still accumulating interest daily. Daily. It's accumulating daily interest uh, and penalty fees for those who – have ever paid, whoever had to owe the IRS, they can tell you. Interest and penalties compounded daily, not weekly, not bi-weekly, not, bi-weekly, not monthly, not yearly, daily. So what I had to do, I had to specify. So even if I finish paying off on a year, I still have to specifically where that particular money is going. So the same thing pertaining to us. There are some debts that we may have to pay because of the uh, the penalty or the consequences of our of our mistake or our choice. So what we have to do, like I said, being able to forgive ourselves and yet still pay that consequences with a cheerful heart. Look here, 
I found that there was a time where I ended up having to pay something and then I had to pay somebody that did me wrong. And I'm like, this is not fair. And it was true. It was not fair. But God told me to go ahead and pay them. I'm like, okay. And then the, the, this is the point that tripped me out. He told me to pay with a cheerful heart. I'm, I'm like, no, wait a minute. It's already bad enough on paying. But he told me to pay with a, you told me to pay with a cheerful heart? He said, when you pay with a cheerful heart, you give me access to come in and intervene for you. So what I did, I began to do that. And so as I was paying, I had I blessed it. I made a money order. I blessed it, and I gave it to that person. And don't you know, within, I think it was three, two, two or three, it was three weeks, as a matter of fact. Three weeks later, God told me to go to the mailbox. And there was an unexpected check with my name on it. And then the next day, and, and first of all, that particular amount was almost the amount that would have paid for the the amount that I had to owe the person. And so I said, okay. And then the next day told me to get up and go to the mailbox. And all this time I was praying. And I went to the mailbox two days in a row. There was another check from another company with my name on it. I was like, wow. And God said, the reason why I gave it to you, excuse me, because number one, you were obedient. Number two, you paid with a cheerful heart. So what happened, what God was telling me was, when you do what he tells you to do, that money will not come out of your pocket. It will come out of his pocket. But the key thing for us to be able to do is understand that when God tells us to do something, obey him. Don't try to figure it out. Just do what he says. That's what we have to do. That leads to the, 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 the third step. The first step I said, forgive ourselves uh, of past debt. The second step is thing is being able to um, – shut I forgot just that thing. <laughs> uh, being able to go ahead and move forward. Do it God's way. Obey what he tells you to do. Obey him. Trust him. Lean not to your own understanding. Quit trying to tell God, I don't understand. Just do it. You, one of the things I always think about, in the Bible, it talks about, it talks about when he told, when Jesus was healing the lepers, it was 10 of them, and he told them to go to the priest show themselves to the priest. And what happened, they were going. They were healed as they went. Ten of them, ten of them had leprosy. Ten of them were going to the priest. But one came back and said, Lord, thank you. See, one of the things we have to look at, when we obedient, God will bless us. God will heal us as we go. He, look, you didn't hear them lepers try to figure out nothing. Just go over there. Look here. We've been seeing the priest all the time and see we we contaminate it. You know, uh, I, I don't understand. Just go over there and do what God tells you to do. That's what we need to do. Most of the time, it ain't our enemies that stop our blessing. It's us. Sometimes God will allow a situation to come, sometimes even through our enemies. And what happens? Sometimes we step outside of our godly character or our position to go ahead and try to retaliate. 
Don't you know the devil gonna always try to set up an, an opposition, set up an opportunity for you to step outside of your what path? Because remember, we just said God will make your pathway straight. So when the opportunity comes and we try to step outside of our character, not only we step outside of our character, we step outside of our boundaries, we step outside of our purpose and path. Thought about it like that. That's that's why it's these are teachable moments for us. So what we're gonna do is look at from this point on. Like I said, we know better now. Now we're gonna do better. Another thing <clears throat> that will help us for us to be able to understand what God has for us and be able to do what He told us to do from this point on. Like I said, this look here. I will say the same thing, even if this was James, even if this was let's say July twenty eighth, it would be the same message. Because what happened a lot of times, some people they get so head bent on, oh, this is a new year, but forget about it. It's just another day. This needs to be a daily practice. This is a lifestyle change that we have to do, and a lot of times the lifestyle change. We often think about pertaining to diet and exercise, but that's for the physical. Same thing applies to the spiritual, to the mental. We have to change our way of thinking. The Bible tells us, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The word transform is a word meaning metamorphosis. That means process. And see, the analogy of that is the word process has nothing to do with your will. Would you willfully do it? That's why they're all saying, well, you know, time heals wounds. Time doesn't heal wounds. It's what you do with that time. That's what we heal. There are so many people. There are people that have experienced things, and let's just say if it was five years ago. But in that five years, what were they doing? They were drinking their problems away. They were uh, doing things that were ungodly, that were not spiritually edifying, mentally edifying. And then what happened, they encountered someone that went through the same thing that they did, but that other person, instead of drowning in their sorrow or denying their pain or throwing other people uh, responsible for their situation, what they do, they took ownership of their situation. They sought help. They sought God. They even, if need be, sought counseling. Now that person has the tools for them to be able to overcome what they dealt with. So did time heal their wounds? No. That's secular, and it doesn't work. Time does not heal wounds. There are some people that just say, well, you know, let, uh, let, let, but that was the past. Let the past be the past, but you did not correct your mistake. I don't care how I leave a trash or I made a mess on the counter and I left it there for five years. If I say that the past be the past, well, you know what? I don't have to clean up. That was past tense. Well, you know what's going to happen? Not only am I going to have to clean up that mess that I originally made, but now I'm going to have to get an exterminator because now I have uh, created a path for rats and roaches and other rodents. I created years ago because I did not clean up what I 
made with our made. That's something we have to think about. You have to think about when a mess is not cleaned up, it accumulates interest. And that interest is not financial. It's going to cost you financially. That interest could be anything pertaining to, like I said, bugs. It could be even if somebody failed because of my mess. They made a mess because I made a mess, and then what happens? What happens if they never clean up? And then now my mess created somebody else's mess, and it could have been avoided if I had a went on and cleaned up my mess. So that's something we have to think about. <clears throat> so along with that, the other thing we have to do is make a commitment to God. Make a commitment to God and make a commitment to yourself. Make a commitment to God. First of all, before we try to achieve anything naturally, look at ourselves spiritually. Look at your relationship with God first. Now, I'm going to say it like this. All of us, all of us can stand spending more time with God. That means in prayer. That means in Bible study. I don't mean just reading the Bible. I mean studying the Bible. All of us can don't you know all of us have a responsibility? And also, God has invested into us. The Bible tells us that gifts and callings come without repentance, meaning that there are people who ain't even saved, don't even acknowledge God. He still gave them a gift. Now, his desire is for them to accept him as Lord and Savior in their life, for them to use that gift for the kingdom. But unfortunately, there are many people like I said, who ain't even saved, but they have gifts. But does that mean they say No. But the thing is, true enjoyment and true life purpose cannot be fulfilled outside of God's purpose and plan for us, God's will. So for us to be able to be committed, for us to be able to be committed to the purpose and plan he has for us and acknowledge, you know what? Yeah, I need I need to do this, or I need to do that. Yeah. That's what we have to do. Be committed to God. We need to look at it every day. And some people, well, you know, how am I going to learn the Bible? Look here, it's an everyday journey. Think about this. And, and it's not a hard thing. Being saved, it ain't hard. It ain't complicated. It ain't. Think about this. I always say this on the air. How does an ant eat an elephant one bite at a time? Take it one day at a time. Take it one day at a time. Even the things that you need to overcome, take it one day at a time. Also, I was mentioning about being committed to God, but to you. Don't allow or look for someone to give you affirmation, give you words of encouragement when you don't give it to yourself. Take every day as an opportunity to evaluate yourself Evaluate yourself every morning and asking God to give you the tools and strength to accomplish what he wants you to do that day. And then before you go to bed, reevaluate yourself and ask yourself, did you do anything to help you achieve a purpose of pain he has for you? See, each one of us, we should have long-term goals and short-term goals. So we have to be able to uh, just realistically examine ourselves and ask ourselves, did we achieve anything to help us? I would look at it like this, one day closer to retirement. 
There are so many people that want to go into business adventure. That's great. You have hopes and dreams and plans. There are some people, especially in the new year, some people may want to lose weight. Okay, but what are you doing today to help you even have the mindset or even have the opportunity to lose weight? Okay, you say you want to you want to start going to the gym, but if you're eating four pounds of donuts and six cakes and pizzas and all this stuff, you're not doing anything that's going to help you promote the opportunity to go to the gym. In other words, you make yourself harder. Do whatever you need to do to help you to achieve those goals, help you to achieve those plans. You know, one of the things that uh, we always hear, actually in Genesis, where it says, write the child, I believe, I believe it's in. Write the vision and make the plan. Write the vision and make the plan. We always hear, now I got a blessing with my name on it. Well, that's fine and dandy. But what are you doing? What am I doing? What are we doing? It's something about being able to see and written down for us to be able to look and remind ourselves of God. Okay. See, it takes effort to write things down. And so sometimes, unfortunately, many of us, we have an idea, but we don't execute it. It's easy for us to have the idea. It's easy for us to have the lip service. But we need to look at action. What are we doing? Even if it's a small movement, it's better than no movement. Do something each day that's going to lead us one step closer. In other words, look here. You may not make a huge leap, but as long as you're making some movement, make some movement. That's what counts. So with that, right now what I'm going to do, I'm going to go ahead and uh, have the opportunity for uh, the phone lines to be open up. Let's see. Go on the phone line. Hello, welcome to Reconnect My Home on the Air. How you doing today? I'm doing great, sir. How are you? Doing good, doing good, doing good, doing good. Uh, number one, good. thank you for your thank you for your assistance earlier, and um, just um, now I have you on on the phone. Uh, just this year, as a new day, not just because it's a new year, but because it's another opportunity. God woke us up, and for us to be able to no longer look at uh, resolution, but look at revelation. You know, God mm-hmm. is speaking to us. I'll, I'll say it like this. Whenever we think about resolution, we speak it to ourselves. But when we think mm-hmm. about revelation, God is speaking to us. So we need mm-hmm. to start looking at what God says instead of what we say. Because most of the time what we say is unfounded and is wrong. Mm-hmm. So for mm-hmm. us to be able to look at the New Year's res- revelation and for us to be able to make that commitment, like I said, to God and to ourselves. So I wanted to uh, give you an opportunity if you'd like to share something you can at this time. Well, um, basically, uh, what you covered is um, my day, my daily routine, and I I love the title um, that you came up with for this uh, for this lesson or uh, for this program uh, because it's something that I do each and every day. Yesterday was yesterday. Yesterday is gone. The next day is a new opportunity, and especially it's a new opportunity to serve God. And so 
for me, that's my that's my daily routine, and uh, so I was just enjoying listening to somebody else, you know, kind of with that same routine and talking to other people, because um, kind of how I look at it is, is that the day before is a building block, but if I wasn't able to put that block up, the next day I have another chance. And so I just thank God for the for the for the next chance of the new year, and each and every day, like I said, each and every day is a new start. So um, that way, if I make a mistake yesterday or or the hour before, that's gone. It's, I'm never gonna get it back. This time I taught my children, you're never gonna get that minute back, that second back. It's gone. So you just move forward. And now in my Christian walk, I move forward in the Lord. And so I just thank God for you and. In this message, uh, you cover many other things, but uh, to me, that was most important is to let people know that that now is the time to to move forward in the Lord and 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 ask God, you know, what's the next step? Seek God in everything, you know, in everything you do, seek God for the next step, for for the next process of your life. That's the way you're going to have success, and that's pretty much all I have to say. But awesome job, awesome job. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and I appreciate you, and continue to keep me up in prayer, and to be continued. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Appreciate it. All right, all right, all right, thank you, thank you. All right, we're going to go to the next phone line. Welcome to Reconnect My Heart. You're on the air. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing great, doing great, doing great. Uh, first of all, happy new year to you. Happy new year to you. <laughs> you too. Um, I just so grateful for your wisdom and just to be able to listen. Um, you just really blessed me and your message, and especially when you were talking about um. Time heals wounds, and that's not the time. It's what you do in that time. And um, there was just a really powerful analogy when you were talking about, like, you could leave a mess on the table, but, you know, it brings all of this other mess that you have to clean up, and then it brings all this other mess. And it just made me think about, Things that happened in my life to me that led to decisions that I made because I didn't heal from things that happened, and I just kind of buried it and just tried not to think about it, but it came out in other ways. And so it wasn't until I truly healed from that and just put in the difficult work to face it and allow God to heal me from that and do what he was telling me to do by facing it, that I was really able to be free from that and no longer make those um, toxic decisions anymore. So it just reminded me of how much God has healed me and um, just really grateful for that. just reminded me of, um, it's just so much truth to that, and it reminded me of, uh, you know, things that happened. Um, and it wasn't until I actually did something about it until I was able to break free from that. So um, thank you for that reminder. And I also have a question. Um, You were also saying when you were saying not to read the Bible, but to study the Bible. So my question is, um, how do you study the Bible? Okay. 
when I when can I see an example of what you do. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Now, when I was saying read the Bible, a lot of times what, and, and I've been guilty of this, I would just let's just say get a particular scripture or whatever, and sometimes just get a scripture based upon what I want. You know, it wasn't anything pertaining to learning more of God or whatever. It, it could be where I, I want something out of life. And, and then I would just read, oh, the Bible says, action shall be given. Oh, yeah. And that's it. You know, but when we talk about studying the Bible, that means being able to look at Scripture and instead of just reading it to ourselves, I always encourage people to read it out loud so that way we can hear it in our ears and let it go into our spirit. Do research on that particular scripture for us to get the full understanding of what he's trying to say. Along with Mm -hmm. reading that particular scripture and studying it, being able to uh, do some research, find, find out what those particular words means, because the Bible was not originally written in English. It was written in Hebrew, Greek, and Arabic. And Mm -hmm. so for us to be able to really understand what those words mean so we can properly apply to our lives, because we always say the word of God alone would not win battles. It's the word of God in its proper use. And for mm-hmm. us for us to be able to really understand what God is saying in his proper use, we have to really understand what he's saying, what it means, what that scripture means. And then when we find out what it means, then we can properly apply apply to our lives. Does that make sense? Yeah, like what tools do you use to help you? Okay. Yeah. Um, I recommend there's a particular um, commentary that I like, and it's, to me it's real easy to understand. Uh, it's called the Bible Knowledge Commentary. The Bible mm-hmm. Knowledge Commentary, and it's actually from uh, Dallas Seminar, Dallas Baptist Seminar, um, Dallas Seminary. Dallas Seminary, I, I think I'm saying it right. But, Dallas uh, Theological I'll, Seminary? Huh? It's called Dallas Theological Seminary? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes, yes. That, that one, I like it because, you know, sometimes I'm going to say it like this. This is 2022, and just like how you and I talk, have you noticed, you and I talk, we we have not said thou and thee, because that's not our <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm being honest, you know, that, that's not our verbiage. You know, I have to I have to hear that. I'll say like that. I tell people when God talks to me, he don't say, does thou a deed to this day? No, he don't say, hey, look, I need you to go over there. I, you know, and, and a lot of times what happens, you know, some people, which starting off, um, we tell people, get a Bible that you can understand. You know, if you don't understand that type of, uh, if you don't talk that way and don't understand, it's going to make your head hurt. So for mm-hmm. us to be able to get something that we understand, and so uh, the Bible, uh, the um, Dallas Seminary, 
Bible knowledge commentary, I'm sorry. That particular commentary, I like it. It's very informative, very detailed, and the verbiage is so plain. I'm like, yes, I like that, you know. So that that's one aspect. And then the other part is having a Bible dictionary, not just a regular dictionary, not just a dictionary that we get from college or high like school. Divine. That would not that would not work. A Bible dictionary. Um, the one I like is um is uh, Dallas. Say Dallas. Uh, it's complete. Matter of fact, while I'm talking to you, I'm going to see if I can look it up. Matter of fact, yeah. So while I'm talking to you, I'll look it up. And this one right here, it will actually tell you the different, uh, uh, where is it? It It will show you the different um, words, even though it may be the same word in the Bible, but depending upon what scripture that is in, it may mean something totally different. Mm-hmm. And so, um, complete word study, complete word study, complete word study Bible. Um, matter of fact, matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can. Um, I think I have it. I think I have it somewhere in my room. If I do, two books, and it's it's um uh, one of them is in Greek, and then the other is in Hebrew. And so, what it'll do, it'll show you. I'm gonna see if I can pull up, and uh, I'll show it on the air, so that way. Um, people can be able to see it. Um, what it'll do, it'll show you the word, and then it'll show you how it's enunciated, and then at the bottom it'll show you the different ways that it's used, and then it'll show you the scripture. And so if you look at the scripture, then it'll show you which way it's meant in that particular Scripture. Okay, cool. And, and, and also, while, while I'm thinking about it, along with, of course, the commentary, the Bible dictionary, and then make sure that when we read God's word, we meditate upon it. You know, um, mm-hmm. right now we have we have all of these um, smart apps, uh, smartphones, and stuff. We can have the audio Bible playing while we sleep, and so. A lot of times when we when we um when we talk to God, even just you know, we talk to God about our problems, but very rarely do we talk to God about his word. And so we're talking to God, what does this verse mean? God, uh, uh I, I want clear understanding. And so what happens, God will even speak to us. He will speak to us himself audibly, uh, or he may have you to cut on the T V and you cut on the T V and it's talking about the exact same thing you were asking him about. Yeah. Or or he may have someone come to your past to even explain mm-hmm. to you certain things. You know, so it's a variety of ways that God will speak to us about certain things if we ask him. So we ask him about his word and he wants us to know he don't want us to be ignorant of his word. So I hope that I hope that makes sense. It did, yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. No problem, no problem, no problem. I appreciate you and continue to mm-hmm. keep up the good work and, and, and we're watching you and thank God for you and we appreciate what you're doing. 
You too, you too. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. To be continued. Yes, sir. All righty, all righty. Okay, we're going to go to one more person. Hello, welcome to Rick and Nate, my heart. You're on the air. How you doing today? All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, all right. Go ahead. We, 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 we're, we're, we're talking about New Year's revelations. So uh, if you'd like to um, share with us something, you're welcome to at this time. Oh, uh, 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 the revelation of the New Year is is that we have to get into our word more and more so God can speak to us through that word. And I was listening to you talk, and I'll uh, run it down. It won't be long. But you uh, you you mentioned one thing that, that hinders most of us. We live in a world today where most people don't want to take responsibility yeah. for anything. Uh, if we do something wrong, it's always somebody else's fault. Or if... Uh, uh, just like, just say, like uh, uh, reading the word or whatever, we they depend upon others to to spoon feed them the word instead of taking the time out to search. The, the Bible says that for us to search the scriptures for ourselves, so that we uh, might find life, and that we might think that we'll find life, or otherwise eternal life. Why? Because we have to search the scriptures. And then you went on talking about. Uh, I know that I, I, I think I know who that was, but you went on talking about studying. There's a difference between studying and reading. You know, I, if when I drive down the road, I read signs, but I don't study them. <laughs> you know, it's it, what if it says left, I just turn left and then I forget about the sign. But when you study something, you're trying to ascertain uh, the fullest. You're trying to keep it. You're trying to understand it. You want you want to know even more about it. Uh, about a particular thing, and and then what I was what I was saying is that what what you were saying is is true because you just take the one word power in the Bible. There's a, a there's exousius power, and, the, and and so when we read it in the scripture, we have to figure out when they say power, which power are they talking about? Okay, because you got exousius power, which means authority. Then you got a, a uh, Kratos powers mean the strength and might, and then you got Kratos, uh, you got uh, dunamis power. That's where we get the word dynamite, and and and, and, and means the power to. Uh, this means the able or the ability. And so, if we don't, uh, if we don't understand that, when we begin to read, we'll read power, and we we'll think we're talking about something else, but uh, we got a misinterpretation because we haven't. Figured out which word which word to read. Uh, case in point is the Bible had over six thousand words when it was in Greek and Hebrew, but when it came to American, it was it was shrunk down to two thousand words. So some of our words that we use, you know, I can say "gonna" and I can put it anywhere. You know, you know what I'm saying? But in their language, you can't. And so to get a full understanding of anything, we must study. The Bible, so that we'll understand actually what the writer is trying to say. But your your, your message is on point about the uh, uh, it's no need to make resolutions because why we we haven't done nothing with nothing. People have been saying they're gonna lose weight for years and they still gaining more and more every day. Okay, and then so we have to have in this 
if we're going to make it in this time, in this season, we're going to have to have a revelation. Why we need a revelation? The word in itself, if it haven't been revealed to you, it has no power for you. And I hope you understand what I'm saying. Why? Because it's, it hasn't become relevant. You don't have an understanding. In other words, you have many people preaching on levels that they're not at yet, and so therefore when they preach it, they really don't even understand what they're talking about because they haven't been there. But when we get revelation, it's through our experience and through our studying the Word, and you couple that with your experience that you have had, and then it becomes revelation for you. Now you know what no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You really know it. Before, you were just saying it. But now that you went through a few things, now you understand what it really means. And so in order for you to get revelation, you've got to get into the Word of God, and God will take you down. That's why you do our, trial, our, our trials and tests and things, in order that his Word can become uh, alive. The Bible said my words are spirit and they are life. And so what? It, it'll come alive in you, and when the Word of God become alive in you, then what? No devil in hell can take that away from it, and you'll stand on something because you actually really truly believe in it. See, but when you don't believe in something, you know, there's a lot of people quote a lot of scriptures, and there's no manifestation, there's nothing going on in their life, and they just what? It's head knowledge. But when it becomes revelation, it begins to what? It begins to demand action. It begins to produce action. It begins to do a lot of, you, you'll get that what dunamis that we're talking about. You'll get that power, that ability uh, to blow some things up because you're, you're in the Word and you got a revelation. So if we want to make it in this hour, if we want to make it in this day for what we end the day with all the troubles that's on the earth, we're going to have to have a revelation of the Word, not just head knowledge of the word because head knowledge will give away from us but revelation is gets all down in the soul and begins to wash all down in your body and it begins uh, gets all over you and it becomes something why it becomes a way of life for you and so you know i just want to commend you on your program today and i just hope that everybody that when you leave this program that you would understand the importance of studying your word and you study the word so that when those trials and tests come, you got something to stand on. See, you got something to stand on. Now, it may not work at first. It's going to take time. But the more that you go through that trial and the more that you hang in there, the more that you stand on the Word of God, the more that you'll begin to believe the Word and have faith in the Word of God, and the more that you'll be able to apply the Word, the more that you'll be able to just, uh, uh, it, it, it'll begin to start coming to pass for you. And so I just wanted to commend you on your program tonight, and we just thank God for you. We hope that you continue on to do what you're doing. And, and just everybody all in your audience land, we just want to say Happy New Year to everybody. And just uh, God bless you. We're back in your hands. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate it. And, you know, even uh, when you were speaking, I thought about, you know, when you were speaking about uh, being able to speak from experience. There's a lot of people that try to sing the blues, and they may sound, they may have a gift in singing, but if they haven't had an experience of heartbreak, disappointment, or whatever, all it is is just singing. But when someone is experienced in what they're dealing with or what they're talking about, you can feel it. And that's one thing about it. It doesn't matter how a person sounds. The main thing is how it makes you feel. I was thinking about B.D. King. 
B.B. King, he been saying that song, Lord bless his soul, but he been saying that song, The Thrill is Gone, for umpteenth years. But him and Lucille be, be playing because he been through some things, you know. And so just thinking about that, that was so important for us to be able to realize, you know, when we when we speak from experience, that will count. And, you know, that's why in the Bible it tells us, that's why in the Bible it tells us for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So there may be some things that we experience, and it doesn't mean that we're at fault. It doesn't mean that we did something wrong. But even in the things that may have transpired in our life, for us to trust God and ask him for the insight, for him to be able to use what lemon that came into our life to help us to be able to create lemonade. Also, I wanted to share this. Uh, I, I, I left out, and I did get my um, my book. The first thing is a couple of books I want to show y'all. Um, think about this. I'm a musician, and if it's something that I love, it's something that I'm passionate about, I may invest um, pertaining to musical instruments or when when a uh, Certain certain artists that I like that I trusted musically, uh, as a musician, when they were alive, I would go see them. I use that as a lab work for me to watch the master work, for me to be able to watch how they articulate uh, their their phrasing, or uh, not just how they play, but their phrasing, their control of the audience, their control of the band, and all that stuff. I watched it. I invested because that was my interest. Also, that not only being my interest, but that's something that I participated in. So that's what I did. So whatever you're interested in, then look here. You're going to do it. Matter of fact, for those who like wrestling, you know, a good wrestler, what he's going to do, he's not only going to have the skill to be able to wrestle, but he's going to make the skill for him to have a nice theme music, or his wardrobe is going to be flashy. It's going to be something that stands out for him to get that audience that he needs or that he has. So the same thing that's on the secular sense, we need to do on a spiritual sense. Invest into some good study material. This is a couple of study materials that I have. This one, hopefully y'all can see it. Kind of beat up though. This is what I have the complete word study. This is the Old Testament. Now, this particular, this is the actual Bible. This Bible is broken into Old Testament and New Testament. What I like about this, this is the Old Testament. Make sure what y'all be able to see. Now, see, with this, uh, okay, I'm going to go a little bit. Okay, see, each word, it shows you. The strong number for each word, and the strong number, it'll actually help you to be able to look at that particular definition of that particular word. So each word that's in this particular Bible, it shows us the strong number. And the strong number is a reference to help us to understand where we need to look up that particular word in a Bible dictionary. It's just like when we go to the library, we're familiar with the uh, Dewey Decimal System. 
the Dewey Decimal System help us to be able to look at, uh, find whatever book that we want, find the category in the Dewey Decimal System is categorized by uh, the numbers of the books are categorized by the Dewey Decimal System. So same thing pertaining to the Strong's number. You know, you know, we can look at the uh, the word and then also, you know, help us to understand if it's a, a, a adjective, adverb, and the constant. So that's the particular Bible that I had. This is the Bible. And then I was speaking earlier about uh, Bible dictionary. So just like this is, I just showed y'all the Old Testament of that particular book. But this is the complete word study dictionary. So just like I was able to look at this particular verse, I can look up a verse from here and look at the Strong's number, the dictionary, and they'll show the Strong's number and the meaning of those words. So this is what I, I like. You know, uh, I, I have some more, but I don't want to. I have it on my laptop. But I don't want to try to look for it because it end up maybe trying to crash because I can only operate in one system on my laptop. So that's that. Another two things that I have, I have, this This is a Strong's Expanded Concordance. The Concordance. Expanded Concordance. Why I like this. I can look up a word. It'll tell me how many times that word is in the dictionary. And also, it'll show me each word, and it'll, right beside it, it'll show me the strong number to it. Also, in the back, it'll give me the dictionary. So I can use this as the dictionary, or I can use the other book that I have showed you. And last but not least, this one right here. I'm a historian. This, this is called the Bible Almanac. The Bible Almanac. The reason why I like this because I told you every name and every place is in the Bible, and it will give you the, the name. It will give you the meaning of the name. It will give you the meaning of the place. For example, if I want to look up, um, let's say if I want to look up the name. Okay, let's see. This is like places in the Bible. Okay, I'll look at people first. People in the Bible. And let's say if I want to look up the name Joshua. Okay, it'll show me Joshua. It'll give me the different people that were named Joshua in the Bible. So right beside the name Joshua, it'll tell me the, the definition of the name Joshua. Joshua means Jehovah is, is salvation. Jehovah is salvation. Also, pertains to the places in the Bible. The places in the Bible, there's a place called uh, Soa, means king. So it'll give you a little historical fact depending to the people and places. This is called the Bible Almanac. I, I think it's really cool. So, you know, when it comes down to it, this is for our benefit. Think, well, you know, all that stuff, that's just for the preachers. Uh-uh, think about it. We're fighting the same devil. We fighting the same devil. Don't let the devil fool you. Look here. You equip yourself 
get yourself equipped and understand if you if you really think about it, it ain't gonna hurt you. <laughs> you know, if you think about it, we spend all of our time and energy investing in other things. We can invest uh, with our for our physical needs. How about we invest for our spiritual needs? Because if you really think about it, it'll take our spiritual needs to be met in order for us to achieve things we need to do in the physical sense. So that's the way I look at it, you know. And it helps me. Um, you know, all I can say is, uh, you know, I've had these for a while, and, you know, you don't have to get a new. Matter of fact, um, I found this. I always find this in half-pipe bookstores. Half-pipe bookstores, I always find the Bible Almanac. The Bible Almanac, I found it for nine ninety nine. The Bible Almanac. It is, like I said, it's cool. I had this my second or third one that I bought. Um, I have one at my job. I have some of my I have some of my material at work. I have some of my other material at home. So I love it. I love it. I love it. And um, it will really benefit you. So with that being said, you know, I hope that there's something that was said to help us to be able to, you know, look at this as a new opportunity, new opportunity for us to be able to do what we need to do, do what we're supposed to do. You know, no longer making excuses. And and, and a matter of fact, even just get on this show, I signed up for this particular podcast. Uh, I purchased it September of 2016. I purchased it September 2016. But you know what I did? I kept putting it off. Uh, I'm going to start it. I'm going to start it. I was scared. I let fear stop me until one day. I said, you know what? I just got to go ahead and get out there. I bought it, like I said, September of 2016. You know, the first day I started my episode, it was actually February of 2017. I let from September to February hinder me, stop me. I can't. I couldn't blame the devil. The devil was doing his job. I wasn't doing mine. And so I want to tell you, I know how I feel to procrastinate. I know how I feel to, well, you know, uh, maybe I'm not good enough. I mean, I, I, I heard that same mess. I heard that same mess. Matter of fact, I have this with me. When God told me to write my first book, I was like, me? I, I, I'm I'm a new father. You know, there are other people that are more qualified. You know, I wasn't a great student in school, not because of my behavior, no, because of my learning ability. But God told me, look, you get the pen and paper and let him write. But also, that was a teachable moment for me to even be better at studying, being a better student, not just in a secular sense, but in a spiritual sense. Read, study, write, speak out loud. And so with those things, I see that God was preparing me because the devil going to always try to throw, you know, your inability, your um, even sometimes your um, lack of experience, your lack of knowledge. He will try to throw these things at you. So the question is, 
The devil going to do it. Are you going to let him stop you? Are you going to let him stop you? There's an old saying that says, you can't stop a bird from flying over your head, but you can stop a bird from building a nest upon your head. And, of course, the devil going to try to discourage all of us. I don't care who you are. The devil is the devil's job. But just like how it's the devil's job to discourage you, to even even throw stumbling blocks along your way. But understand, great is he that's in us. It's he that's in the world. And the only way for us to recognize it is if we feed the greater one that's within us. We have to be aware of who we are and whose we are. We have to understand who lives in us, and that's the Holy Ghost. But the only way for you to know is if you feed and spend quality time with God. God will bring things to your remembrance. God will bring things to your remembrance. There are some things, I'd be like, oh, man, I was, something I was going to say. Then all of a sudden, when the opportunity comes, God will bring it right back up. Why? Because I have deposited things within me, and at the appropriate time, even if the devil tried to distract me, in the appropriate time, God will have me regurgitate that in the appropriate time. So the same thing, I want to encourage you. Anything or anybody stop me, stop you. I don't care. Like I said, I don't care if it's you uh, studying more, spending more time with God, and, don't, and I'm going to say this, don't let anybody interfere in you getting closer to God. Regardless if it's getting closer to God, I don't care if it's weight, losing weight, I don't care if it's you starting your business. Do your homework. You Okay, you want to start a business. Okay, but what are you doing that's going to help you to be able to get that business off his foot? I don't care how you pray. I don't care how you pray. Look here, God said, now get up and study. Get up and study business. Get up and start being able to talk to people. Because to be honest with you, you have a business, you're gonna have you're gonna have to have some clients. You have to have so you have to be able to have people people skills. You have to be able to understand what the need of the culture or the person is. So do your part. And you know, like I said, if you make one step, he'll make two. But don't don't expect God to do everything and you do no thing. There are people that God want to bless right now that may be listening. But are you doing your part for when the opportunity comes? Because God will create the opportunity. But if you're not prepared, then guess what? Ain't nothing going to happen. You have to do your part. God's going to create the opportunity. And see, when the winner of opportunity comes, sometimes it'll come just like that. But see, when you're prepared, then you can go ahead and pew. Matter of fact, I was watching some people that used to work with Prince, and they would say, you know, Prince called me and said, hey, uh, what are you doing? they say, oh, nothing. He'd say, well, hey, I need you to catch the first flight. First flight. Come on down to Paisley Park. Sometimes they have a, a couple of hours notes. Do you think they'll say, well, I, I need a longer notice? They were like, you know what? Let me make some phone calls, make some arrangements, and I'm out. That's the way we got to be. That's the way we got to be because if we're prepared, then when opportunity comes, then we don't have to get prepared because we are already ready. In other words, be ready. And so ultimately, not just pertaining to business, but even pertaining to salvation, God wants to be raptured ready for you to be able to have the things that God has for you 
and what he wants you to have, be ready, be prepared. Study. 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 Don't let anything or anybody stop you or discourage you. You do your part. Don't expect people to encourage you. Don't expect that. You'll be let down. You'll be very frustrated and very disappointed. You expect and even, I don't care if it's family, I don't care if it's church members, I don't care if it's long, long, uh, uh, long friends, friends you've known for a long time. So what? The key thing is quit expecting other people to support you and you support the person that's in your mirror. The person that you need to expect help from is God and the person that's in your mirror. Everybody else is just icing on the cake. But what are you doing? Because if you expect other people to invest into you and you're not doing anything, then you're doing them a disservice. You're doing yourself a disservice. So don't require from other people when you're not requiring it from yourself. I just, I just have to share that with you all. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and get ready to pray for those who may be uh, watching or listening, you know, your needs, your concerns, and for those who may be uh, watching who may not be saved. Look, being saved ain't hard. It ain't hard. Now, there may be some people that may try to make you think it's, hard. it's really not hard. Romans 10 and 9 tells us that thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ thy Savior and believe in the heart that God has raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now, when I was saying the heart, it's not talking about your organ that's beating in your chest. The heart of a man, the heart of a person, is right below your navel. That's why when people, oh, I had this gut feeling, oh, I got, that's the heart of a person. That's where the soul resides, and inside your soul is your spirit, and inside of your spirit is where the Holy Spirit lives in. So for you to be able to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, it's not hard. And, and listen, he wants you to accept him. And so you're like, I feel the need to say this. So many people, they feel like, well, you know, uh, uh, maybe it was meant for me to be lost forever. Uh-uh. God does not desire any of us to be lost. And also, I, I do want to bring a clarification. There's a scripture that says, many are called, but few are chosen. And a lot of times people read that, and they automatically feel insecure or feel like they're on, they feel like, well, well, you know, uh, uh, this person is better than me and all this stuff. It, it may have some spiritual insecurities or emotional insecurities. That verse simply means where it says many are called, but few are chosen. Many are called, meaning the call is made out to everybody. Call is made out to everybody. But few are chosen means few people choose to accept the calling that is made. So it's not like God has favored people. No. That means few people are willing to accept the call. You can be one of the ones to accept the call into your purpose and plan that God has for you. So it's not about them being better than you. It's about are you willing to accept the call? There are some people that don't want to walk this faith walk, don't want to walk this path. And you know what? 
that's on them. But don't let that be an excuse for you not to do it. So that's the, I, I wanted to bring that up because so many people, when they read that verse, they get the wrong interpretation of it. Or sometimes there may have been people that may have explained it not purposely, but they might have done it uh, in error. So for us to understand, God loves all of us. God has a perfect plan for all of us. So are you willing to accept the call that he has for you? It ain't hard. It ain't hard. Think about it. If you don't accept the call God has for you, that means that you actually submit to the plan that the devil has for you. That's the best. That's basically to look at. So as we get ready to pray, I want you to think about who you are in God. Most want to think about who God is and who He wants. He want to be in your life. Let us pray. Yeah, Father, we come to you right now. We thank you, Lord, for your offerings. We come to you right now, God, we acknowledge your presence on tonight. We God, we ask you, first of all, God, forgive us that anything that's in us unlike you, God. Cleanse us, make us whole. God, we thank you, Lord, for carrying us over, not just from 2021, but throughout the years you've been good to us, God. Throughout the years, God, you have carried us, even when we didn't realize we were being carried, God. Even when we thought we were carrying ourselves, God. God, you were not only behind the scenes, but, God, you were there holding us in, in, even in front of the stage right now. And so, God, we thank you, Lord, for having our best interest at heart, for loving us, God, for being there for us, and for giving us, God. God, we ask you to help us right now, God, to be mindful of your presence at all times. Help us, God. If we've been inactive in 2021, help us to be active right now, God. Help us, God, ownership and take responsibility for the purpose and plan you have for us right now. In the name of Jesus, and we bind everything the devil stands for, we counsel the devil's assignment right now. In the name of Jesus, and Lord, we ask you to help those, God, who are grieving right now, God. Comfort them right now, God. Be with them right now, God. God, there are those who may be traveling right now, God. God, we speak, God, that you give them traveling grace right now, God. Help them right now, God, to be safe right now, God. Help them, God, to be safe. Help them, God, to make it back to their designated areas right now, God. In the name of Jesus, help them, God, to make it home safely right now, God, and have things better than they were when they left right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we speak it right now, God, that you put a hedge of protection, God, on those who are traveling down the road, God, those right now, God, who, who are not gone yet, God, but those who will be traveling, God, and go, God, those who may be making it in right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we're speaking right now, God. Right now, God, that you help us in every area of our lives right now, God. There are those, God, who are seeking their purpose right now, God. Reveal the purpose and plan that you have for them right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we're speaking right now, God. That first, God, help them, God, to understand first we seek you first, God. You will have everything for us right now, God. Kingdom of God and your righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto us. We don't have to look for things. Things will look for us because we're in the path that you have for us to be in right now. In the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, God, everything that you are right now, God. Those that are sick, touch and heal their bodies right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we speak right now, God, that you even go into the hospital room, God. Bring healing, bring deliverance right now. In the name of Jesus, God, there are those who may be in the streets, God, those who may be lost, God, those who may have a confused mind right now, those who may be dealing with addiction right now, God. We speaking, God, 
that you deliver them, set them free. Give them that desire right now, God, to give us the things that are unlike you right now, God. And so, God, even speaking right now, God, those who may be in a domestic violence, God, those who may be in toxic relationships, God, help them, God, to understand, God, the danger that they're in, God. Help them, God, to be aware of the danger, God, and help them, God, and give them that desire to get out right now. In the name of Jesus, help them to understand, God, that their identity is not in that abused person. Their identity is in you right now, God. So help them, God, to seek you and not the abusive person nor the relationship with them, God. But help them, God, to seek you, God. And as long as you're on the phone, you are a way out, God. So God, help them, God, to understand, God, you are a way out. You will provide a way of escape right now. In the name of Jesus and Lord, we speak it right now, God. Even those who may try to do the wrong things, even those who may be trying to do the things that are unlike you, God. God, we speak it right now. Give them that desire right now, God, to give it up right now. In the name of Jesus, and you even speak it right now, God. Those who are abusing the people right now, God. Those who may be trying to do harm right now, God. We speak it right now, God, that you counsel the devil's assignment, that you follow the plans right now. In the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we speak your anointed power right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we speak in the power and the authority that you have given us, God. We speak in it right now, and we receive it right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you right now, God. We thank you, Lord, for being a, an awesome God. We thank you, Lord, for being a God that never fails right now. God, we thank you, Lord, for never giving up on us right now, God. In the name of Jesus, we give you the glory and the honor and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen. Amen, amen. I thank you. I thank y'all so much for y'all continued love and support. If you want to get in contact with me, you can catch me on Facebook. My name is Brother Prater. You can also see my daily devotion and videos on my Facebook page. Also, you can go to uh, my website at brotherprater.com. Brotherprater.com, you see my daily devotions and uh, videos. Also, you see my uh, upcoming events. Also, you can go to the store section of my the store section of my website where you can purchase my book, Few Good Men: A Path to God and Fatherhood. Few Good Men was written to inform the men the needs and the responsibilities towards their children, even their children's mother. Different things I speak about, and uh, I like to outline things. And, so I try to have it in a practical sense for us to understand. Also, in the back, I talk about different things, uh, grief, uh, forgiving yourself, low self-esteem, dealing with problematic people, dealing with conflict in times of trouble. Also, my book, The Girl Who Was Her Brother's Keeper, this is a, a book just talking about the life of myself and my, uh, the life of my sister, Sheila Prater, uh, who she was and who she is to me. And uh, and also I I do have to say this um, you know this, this book uh, I wrote it I just just want to just talk and I I really thank God for me being uh, a a brother to Sheila she was she was more than a sister to me she was my she was my close 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 friend if not best friend and uh, and and I do I do want to say this um, I was thinking. Yesterday, it was real on my heart. But uh, I'm going to share this with y'all. This had nothing to do with the uh, podcast, but it's just something on my heart. And even just think about my sister. Um, I want to encourage people, regardless if you're a male or female, I want you to think about those who may be single. 
uh, looking for love, those may be uh, pursuing a relationship. I want you to understand the decisions that you make and the people that you choose to be with, it not only affects you, but it affects everyone that's connected to you. You know, I was thinking about uh, Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson's uh, sister was dating this boy, and she was in a, an abusive relationship and all that stuff. Well, what happened? That boy ended up killing Jennifer Hudson, uh, mother, brother, and nephew. And the killer still in prison to live with that guilt. Jennifer Hudson's sister. You know, so I want you to think about it. It's not just you in that relationship. It's people that love you. You know, you know, my sister no longer is here. And, you know, Throughout my life, I'm going to tell you something. I may be speaking about this for the rest of my life. I will be speaking about this for the rest of my life because I want to prevent it. I want to prevent other people from dealing with it. You know, I, I have no more sisters. I lost my only sister. And I know to some people it may be a sad story, but I want you to think about maybe your sad story if you choose the wrong people. Don't try to be with somebody that you have to change. If they're abusive, if they're controlling, there's something wrong with that picture. And don't ever feel like as far as a woman is your responsibility to take that abuse. It's not your responsibility. That's not a man, that's a boy. And if you know that they're going to always try to uh, manipulate a girl, manipulate a female, manipulate, control, try to beat up or fight, control, whatever, a female. But they don't do that to no man. You know why? Because a man don't stand for that man. There's not a real man. A real man doesn't do that. The Bible tells us iron sharpens iron. So if anything else that try to sharpen iron, you know what's going to happen? They, you know, it dulls the knife. It dulls the iron. So understand, you're not meant to be abused, not meant to be walked over, you're not meant to be treated anything less than how God treats you. And think about it. If your family don't treat you bad, why deal with somebody that's going to treat you bad? So it's not your responsibility. It ain't your ministry. I don't want to get on no soap. But you know what? I'm going to get on soap. You know, I got a few more minutes. I want our church, our churches as a whole, to do better in educating our singles. Singles need ministry. We can't just tell them, well, just wait on God. We need to inform them how to wait on God. We got to do a better job as a church, as ministers, male or female. We got to do better and talk to these people because a lot of times people feel like God doesn't care about their love life. God is very concerned about your love life. God wants you to be equally yoked and compatible with someone that he sends. But a lot of times what happens, if we don't educate them, they end up choosing someone that the devil sees. So I want to encourage women that are out there that are waiting, that are waiting on God, waiting on a man. Number one, you do what God tells you to do. Continue to seek him so that way you'll be able to recognize. Because I'm going to tell you, when you are ready, when you are ready, God going to send them. But you don't want to miss the opportunity of you being unprepared. <clears throat> you have to make sure that you're ready. Make sure that you're prepared. You want to make sure that you're able to recognize because a lot of times what happens when we're dealing with, and this male or female, when we're dealing with things 
a lot of times that that we're dealing with will sometimes mask our uh, view or our perspective. We end up missing who God has for us. That's not God's will. God's will for you is not designed for you to be abused, be mistreated, or anything, or even for the woman to make a man commendable, make a man love you or respect you. It ain't your job. And I'm going to tell you something. No woman can change or no woman can make a man do that. No, it's not possible. I'm going to tell you, it's not possible. That old saying, well, the, the perfect man would change for the perfect woman, that's a lie. If he won't change for God, he won't change for you. So I, I just wanted to share that. So I thank God for the opportunity to be with you all, and I hope and pray that there's something that was said to minister to you all. And I thank you all so much for everything. And once again, welcome, welcome, welcome to 2022. God bless you and bless you.